host, Elizabeth Urban. I'm your other host, Sandra Sparza. And today we're doing a little bit of podcast inception is what I'm calling it. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to be talking about kind of like the rise of like, I guess, quote unquote, like regular person podcasts. Like Mm -hmm. more and more people are having their own podcast. But specifically what we want to talk about with those podcasts is the rise of the, what what we're kind of calling the alpha male podcast Mm -hmm. genre. Yes. Where men just sit on their podcast and they talk about male problems, quote unquote male problems. Or, um, like, think ideas in society that particularly pertain to men and then, like, how it, how, okay, how those ideas, one, relate to men and then how they think it affects women as well. And Mm -hmm. usually what happens with that is they take those ideas and they're like, this is why men are better than women. Like, Mm -hmm. they make it very, um, oh my god, why am I blanking on the word? They make it very, uh, I think I kind of know what you're trying to say. Just It's difficult in a sense because just to see it from the outside. But like for them, they see it as not difficult because they have this platform now that they can just be like, oh, I have this podcast. I just started it. Who even knows if anybody listens to it or they're saying these things on the podcast. But in reality, it does influence the way people think and feel. Yeah. So where we kind of got this idea for this podcast episode was... Um, All over TikTok, there's been this recent clip that has gone viral um, from a podcast. It was a video clip of a podcast where this um, guy said, um, if I'm dating a girl and we're in a committed relationship, she shouldn't have an Instagram because that's cheating. Mm -hmm. Which I know a lot of people who are listening to this, you're like, how is that cheating? And that's exactly what a lot of the people who comment under that video or stitch the video or just are talking about it in general is that this idea of extreme control that men need over women Mm -hmm. is wrong and too dangerous. Definitely dangerous, especially the world that we're living in. And even just Elizabeth and I are both reporters. And last semester I was writing stories about females on campus that were getting stalked by males that were being followed home by males. And these things do happen. And when you hear people on a platform talking about like a male talking about women's rights and like what she can and cannot do is just scary in the sense where we could be walking around and feel like that a man or anybody for that sense has that type of control Mm -hmm. and like what we've the bigger problem or i mean not to say that like what he's saying isn't wrong because obviously we've established it's Mm -hmm. very wrong but um one of the bigger problems that we think comes from this is uh as we said we found a lot of these clips from tiktok Mm -hmm. which is a predominantly younger audience so Younger kids seeing those videos and having those misogynistic, which is the word I was looking for earlier, those oh, misogynistic yeah. views instilled at them at a young age, one presents problems for them and how they're going to grow up and view society and view particularly women in general, mm-hmm. but then how their relationships with women and, as we said, how that could potentially make it dangerous for women that they interact with in the future and how they view women and women's rights yeah. moving forwards. What we need to understand is that social media is so much bigger than it was ever more than anything and that accessibility is way more i know that we i kind of grew up on social media but not until the extent that my 17 year old sister does Mm -hmm. like the way she uses tiktok and she makes all these videos and i don't even know how to make a video because it's so complicated (laughs) but that's what i'm saying you have these videos videos of this man on there saying this stuff about females and it's trending and it's getting millions and millions of views and you think that it might be adults but in the end it's definitely children because the majority of the audience on tiktok is children and that messes with their development you know what I mean? They're very Absolutely. young. 
They're very in to get them mind. Yeah, very. In, they could easily influence. So in that sense, seeing stuff like that, I just it just doesn't sit right with me. You know? Oh no, not at all. And that was um, something else. Um, one of the, like I guess we could say a podcast that influences a slightly older generation, maybe like uh, Gen Z millennial. Yeah, is the Joe Rogan podcast, which we talked a, a little bit about before mm-hmm. this. Um, I think. Well, we've talked about in the past um, how that podcast we think has a problem with misinformation. Yes. And kind of going along with that, with that alpha male mindset of men are superior to women, men need to take control, Mm -hmm. is this idea that um, men can't be vulnerable or emotional, which Mm -hmm. again presents problems for men because that's going to lead to mental health problems because they can't feel like they can talk to anybody. And mental health affects everybody, not just women, not just kids. Men of all ages can be a affected with mental health problems and this toxic masculinity idea that men need to be stone-faced they need to be strong always is hurtful it's very it's dangerous for them like we talked about the potential um of talking about women in a um, objectifying manner as being a uh, dangerous for women but placing men in this position where they need to like we said be emotionless is very dangerous for them and I'm looking at, I'm right here scrolling through Joe Rogan's podcast, because I'm curious to see the whole, he has a lot of guests on his podcast, mm-hmm. so I'm looking to see, like, does he have a lot of males or females? And I'm scrolling through, and I've come across three. Three women? Three females. Compared to? to compared to, like, male hosts. Like, ha- be having male males on with him. Like, yeah. so I, there's a few females, but it's a majority of males and that does have the COVID-19 learn about it now, mm-hmm. which is definitely a good thing on social media. Cause we're talking about children seeing stuff like this and seeing, especially with the pandemic, everybody had such mixed emotions and everybody's opinion was very different. So like, it's important to have those things on there and just the whole Joe Rogan thing. I, I honestly, I don't mind his podcast, but also like sometimes I'm just like, Okay, you. That's what, really how you feel. Like, but and then I, we were just talking about another podcast where it was a small podcast. I've never heard of it, so it was probably one of those podcasts that was just small and just started up with a few friends talking about how a person was saying he would leave his wife if she didn't take care of herself post birth, like after having a child. Which, again, no male is allowed to say that because. She just, if someone's giving birth to a child, like, there's so many other effects that, like, males clearly don't understand. Postpartum can cause you not to do those things. Mm -hmm. Like, it just has to, it's just the process of thinking about it. It's just, like, how can people have these opinions and not realize the influence that they could have? Yeah, and like I said earlier, a lot of this has to do, specifically, again, with that um, view on my woman needs to get back to her original body after having birth right away or else I'm not going to be attracted to her anymore, Mm -hmm. is disgusting one uh two it proves their lack of understanding of the female anatomy and just or even anatomy in general like mm-hmm. when you gain a ton of weight it's not easy to lose it right away no in, in any circumstance really but and everybody's different and like the female body is crazy so <laughs> it is not that simple to be a female as a female sitting here it's not and no it's we not always have the pressure from the media to look a certain type of way or to feel a certain type of way and it's but we all like we have to put into perspective that's not how things actually are but like i said young kids on tiktok see 15 year olds that look like they're older than me Mm -hmm. and it's crazy the influence that it has yeah and i think a lot of um 
men grow up with this perception of, especially with our social media, we see celebrities bounce back right after they have kids. Yeah. But, and they're like, oh, because that's how Kylie Jenner was, so that's how my wife needs to be. Mm-hmm. Well, Kylie Jenner has access to nannies and million dollars of healthcare and babysitters and she has the time to a do personal that. gym and fitness trainer and all that kind of stuff. Um, most people in the U.S. do not have access to that kind of resources. <laughs> and so, not. you know, if she wants to get back to her original body, that is totally fine. If she doesn't, that's also totally fine. Once again, it's her choice. Yeah. But by these men commenting on women's appearance and objectifying them and making it all about appearance mm-hmm. in the first place um, puts women in this uncomfortable and unrealistic standard mm-hmm. that um, their entire worth is built around their body, which is again one not great for like physical health Mm -hmm. but two for the mental health because um um, there's also the problem of like i said earlier with the stigma around mental health that men don't talk about it as much so these numbers probably are thrown off a little bit because men don't talk about it but from what we do know women experience more problems with body dysmorphia Mm -hmm. and with eating disorders and it's because of pictures in the media and comments like this pressure from outside sources or people around them mm-hmm. to lose weight in dramatic ways and because this is the only way they can think of it hurts their body in the future yeah. and they're just auto- automatically like what is the word uh, shown or just it's in front of you like constantly oh yeah you're constantly so, fed this stuff on social especially media. with the technology and the media that we have and the constant of evolution of the media it refreshes every second you know like so that's just always in your face and you have that constant pressure and it just is not, not good. Mm-hmm. Women are not built to handle masculine problems. That one? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Does it No. Okay, then, yeah, you can play that one on. So, so there was another point in, um, that this man talked about in his podcast, just talking about toxin mas- masculinity and just, like, the way, um, whatever, Basically, Elizabeth's going to play the clip now so you guys can hear it. I hope you guys can hear it, but I'll play it as loud as I can. We are not built to handle masculine problems. We are Being vulnerable with a woman is some of the worst advice that modern-day women give. It's just this idea that, you know, well, he goes on to say that um, being vulnerable is, you know, like you said, the worst advice that we can give men. Mm-hmm. And there's actually women in the room with him, which, um, touching back, like how you said, Joe Rogan doesn't have a lot of female guests on his podcast. Mm-hmm. In general, with because me and Sandra looked through a bunch of clips before we filmed this to like mm-hmm. find some examples to look at, a lot of them don't have a female voice on the podcast, Yeah, which is how we... Um, these voices, like these second opinions, these women's perspectives matter, especially on cases where this we're talking about like women's mm-hmm. rights and women's bodies. Um, a lot of them don't have that female perspective, but there is, in this clip that we just played, there is another, there's actually two more women on the set of the podcast with them and they outwardly disagree with him Mm -hmm. and they're like, no, it's actually attractive when a man is vulnerable because he's proved that he's emotionally capable of a relationship and that he's going to be there for me if I need him. Yeah, exactly. And if those two females weren't there, he probably would have went on and on and on talking about the whole thing. You know what I mean? I think he still continues to, to say stuff, but what I'm saying is... It's important to have the equal voice in the matter because then it then you the you're able to question what they're saying and ask okay so what what is what do you have to back that up what do you mm-hmm. where, where is this information coming from but if it's just a male sitting on a podcast by himself or just anyone for that matter sitting on a podcast on, by themselves talking about information like that then it's just they're 
they can easily just say what they want without Absolutely. feeling the need of repercussion because it'll be online. And I mm-hmm. guess we live in the day and age where you backlash on media has happened and some people just don't even care about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people are desensitized to it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And we look at all these people. And so, well, it's like you said earlier, where people said they don't expect things to blow up. And then when they do, they're like, oh, well, I was just posting it for fun. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't think anybody was going to see this. Well, you're posting it online, somebody's going to see it. It's not, you know, whether it's just six voices are going to see it or whether it's 6,000 voices are going to see it, it's someone's going to see it. And at the end of the day, that person could be a very influential five-year-old. They could be a 30-year-old, you know. But either way, somebody's going to see it, and it has the potential to change their life's course because you may influence them for a perspective that, like we said, has a danger to hurt others. Mm-hmm. And could influence how they interact with others moving forward. Yeah, I definitely agree. And we just have to keep in mind that you're the, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But yeah, a male not. is not entitled to their opinion about a female's body or about females. Like, just them thinking, like, a man has to constantly be big, tough guy, like, mm-hmm. all masculine all the time. Like, no, it's not. Like, you don't have to be. And I just think I'm always for, like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Right. Just, I 100% agree with that. (laughs) Don't use your platform to talk about females and bring them down or talk about how, like, my girl shouldn't have an Instagram if she's in a relationship. Like, that's cheating. No, it's not. Like, these are real-life things. that Everybody has Instagram. I have Instagram to just post pictures so that I can look back at them at some of my happiest times. Like, it's not for that. Yeah, and that's what, again, with the rise of social media, we see things at face value. We don't see anything deeper than that. We don't, especially with so much, there's so much scrolling on TikTok and you you see a person for 30 seconds and then, Pam, they're out of your life for the rest, you know, you never see them again. Yeah, until so they show up in your algorithm again. You don't know them for anything else other than their social media presence. And for a lot of people, that's very little of their life. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, when he's like, oh, my girl shouldn't have an Instagram because that's considered cheating. Um... Well, he's probably looking at influencers who use their Instagram profiles to make money, to mm-hmm. make a name for themselves, to sell things for all of that kind of stuff. And a way that they do that, you know, it's no secret anymore. We all know social media that influencers will, you know, are more likely to post provocative photos. And edit them and very edit them. much. Yes, so. use Facetune because they get more clicks that way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's how... That's how it gets across. Yeah. And that's also like, the thing is you can talk about how it could stem from social media and the way other people act, but it also just sounds like it stems from a lot of insecurities and personal issues. Oh, absolutely. Which a lot of these people have that they haven't faced. And a lot of that, with the same clip of my girl can't have an Instagram, um, is the I think the fear that other people seeing his girl attractive is going to make him insecure. Yeah. And that other people seeing that his girl is attractive... Um, he thinks that she might leave him yep. or cheat on him or all that other kind of stuff. And he thinks that sheltering her from the world, taking her out of the eyes of everybody else is going to solve that problem. That's not going to solve the problem. Wrong. <laughs> Definitely yeah. will make it worse for her. Oh, you know absolutely. What I mean? It just creates this toxic environment and this this closed environment that nobody should have to live in. Yeah, and it, like we said, like that is a form of abuse, you know? Mm-hmm. If you are controlling every aspect of somebody's life so that it perfectly fits how you want it to be, mm-hmm. that's a form of abuse. That's 
um, would that count as psychological abuse or I don't uh, even know. Yeah, like mental. Yeah, like it's in but that. It's even almost like not like physical hands on, but it's even almost physical if you're limiting to the places where people can go or your significant other where they can go, or if you're limiting the kinds of things that they can do. I think it's definitely more mental when it comes to social media. But in the other aspects, some people go as far as, okay, you can't leave your house, you know? Yeah, I mean, like we hear those clips all the time, even if it's not like people we know, but like through movies and stuff like that of if I ever catch you talking to that guy again, you're dead, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's very clear threats. Mm-hmm. That So him saying that kind of, like, this first, is this comment that he made about Instagram is c- almost like I'm seeing it as a first step to that further aspect of abuse. Exactly. And I think that, like we said, younger people hearing that may also influence them to become abusers in later on in their life, which, you know, you might be thinking right now, that's a big statement to say. No. But... That's the reality of it. Is a you know a lot, people aren't born to be hateful. They're no. taught that way. They're it's what they've seen, what they've grew up around, what they've been exposed to mm-hmm. their whole lives, and that's just the thing. Especially more than ever, like we said, social media has a huge impact on children's lives. Absolutely, and then so like we're saying, if they grow up around this misogynistic views, and that's the only way they view women is for to have children and to be in a committed relationship and to use their bodies that's going like we said present dangers for women moving forward and going it's going to make the men's life harder too because mm-hmm. like we said they're going to develop their own mental health problems they're going to become insecure themselves because the, the only way they know how to interact with women is in this very controlling manner mm-hmm. it's it's just it's so problematic and that's why we wanted to come on here and talk about it today is just Toxic masculinity affects everybody, and the patriarchy affects everybody. It does. Like, this alpha male mindset is a stem of the patriarchy. And whenever people talk about the patriarchy, um, it's usually women talking about it, because most directly, women are affected by the patriarchy. We've seen it throughout history, current times. It hasn't changed. Yeah. I mean, it's changed, but, like, has it? Slightly (laughs) better. A little bit. A little bit. (laughs) But... That's not like because we see mostly women talking about it, we don't acknowledge that men are also affected by it. And like we said, you know, mental health is just one of the struggles that um, the patriarchy creates for men. Mm-hmm. And so, what? Well, so when I've seen these uh, podcast clips on TikTok, a lot of them are being stitched by women, mm-hmm. proving them wrong, roasting them, or just know. like commenting like literally their face, like really, <laughs> this is serious. Someone actually said this. Yeah. Like, a lot of it is woman's perspective, but you don't realize how much power a man standing up to a man in that kind of situation has until you see it. Mm -hmm. Because I saw one, out of all these stitches that I saw, one of them was stitched by another man. Interesting. And the way that the comments on that page is so much different than when a woman comments back, because when a woman comments back against a man, it's seen as retaliatory, versus when a man comments on a man, it's seen as respectful. Which, again, another whole topic, we could talk about the patriarchy and misogyny because yeah. we value a men's opinion over a woman's, but whatever. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, again, it's like when men stand up and they view the patriarchy in the same way that women view the patriarchy, everything changes. Yes. It's everything. You know, and it it's, just makes it better. It just makes it equal and just makes it, like, just understand. <laughs> yeah. We're all people at the end exactly. of the day. I don't care if you're a male, a female, purple, green, orange. I don't care. <laughs> just like we said, like 
you don't just have anything nice to say. Don't say anything at all. And also, don't be ignorant. A lot of these people are super ignorant in the things that they're saying and aren't educating themselves. Like when that man said, well, I'm telling my wife she has one chance like to get it together. And if she doesn't, I'm leaving her. Um, maybe your wife has postpartum. Ever heard of that? You know, mm-hmm. like just these things. Yeah, I could also go into that a little bit of how a lot of with social media, we like, I guess we talked about it a little bit earlier, but when we see social media, we see it at face value. Yeah. And people take what they see online as real because we're it's human nature to just believe people. You know, we mm-hmm. want to view the good in people, so we're automatically going to believe that they're telling the truth. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of misinformation online. So when you guys see this kind of stuff, you need to take that initiative to go research more and Mm -hmm. hear more about it, especially with, like, the postpartum stuff. Like, that information is out there. It's readily accessible. Exactly. Just like social media is readily accessible, so is getting on the internet and looking up something before you get on a show or just a platform and say stuff. Exactly. And that's a whole other conversation that we could talk about with the need for better sex education and pregnancy information. Yeah, for sure. That's a different conversation. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard to do that when they're just... Texas and everything that's going on over there. But that's, again, a whole other <laughs> conversation. <laughs> but yeah, to summarize everything, the rise of these so, so-called alpha male podcasts is not only detrimental to the dangers that it could have on women and their safety and how their role is viewed in society, it's also detrimental to men and the way that they're going to go forward and interact with people in the world and their mental health. Agreed. So... Just some takeaways from this would be just understand if you're going to get on a platform and say something or do something that it has an effect. And if you're doing it on TikTok, it has an effect on children probably. Absolutely. And also keeping in mind just, like I said, like four times, treat people how you want to be treated. If you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. And just definitely educate yourself. Don't be ignorant to these topics. What you post online never goes away. Even if you delete it. And like we said, whether it's seen by six people or 6,000, it's going to have an effect on somebody. Yeah. Somebody's going to take your message and be like, whoa, well, I never thought about it this way. And you want people to take away that message and be like, I never thought about that in a good way. Yes. You don't want people to take that and move forward negatively with that information. So the way that you phrase your information that you want to spread on social media is also incredibly important. Incredibly important. All right. So thanks, guys, for listening. This is going to be another episode of Tea Time. I'm one of your hosts, Elizabeth Urban, one of the news editors at The Vedette. I'm your other host, Sandra Sparza, news and features reporter here at The Vedette, and we will catch you next time. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.